This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we close out a week of broadcasting. And we truly hope that you've been with us because we've been talking about a very, very significant aspect of our lives. We get it from the heart of Jesus, because in John 8, 29, we read, I do always those things that please him. And you might say, well, Jesus could do it, but how can I? Well, it's possible. And for that, we direct your attention to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 2 and 4. I want to read those verses. They're so powerful. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and great promises, so that through them we may become partakers of the divine nature. Part of the divine nature of Jesus was that he always did those things that please him, and we can participate and partake of that nature. How would you like to have the word spoken over you that the Father spoke over Jesus when he was baptized. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we said Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday how we can partake of his nature. And Jesus himself told our people, you must be born again. Yes, Lord. So if you've not Ask the Lord to forgive you for your sins and to wash them clean in his blood. If you've not given the Lord your heart and asked him to come into your heart and to live his life through you, to cleanse you and to guide you and to make you a partaker of his nature. Thank you, Lord. You can do that even now. Hallelujah. We read from 2 Corinthians 5, 8, and 9, where Paul declared that it was his ambition to be pleasing to God. In Colossians 1, 9, and 10, Paul prayed for the church at Colossae that his will, that he, they would be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that they may walk, they may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. Pleasing from the Hebrew, we see that it means to have a strong attraction for something or someone that brings about involvement. 
It's also translated to desire, to delight, to find pleasure in, and acceptance. And we spoke about biblical ways to please the Lord. We spoke about obedience by looking at 1 John 3, 21 and 22, by doing God's will in uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. We turn to 1 Kings 3, verses 5 to 10, because we see there how to pray aright and please God. When God asked Solomon and said, ask what you want me to give you, and he didn't ask for something selfish. He asked for something that would glorify God. We also spoke about the way to please God is being separated unto him. That was 2 Timothy 2.4. And we turn to Genesis 22.12 to see the true meaning of the fear of the Lord. And God blesses those who live in the fear of the Lord. I encourage you to look at chapter 22 to see the true meaning of the fear of God. Yes, and you pointed out, Shelley, it's a reverence and a respect yes. to obey God. It, it's not the, the human fear where we shudder and tremble over something because the fear of God, is, it, it really is a, a, a total respect and honoring who God is. And it does cause us to tremble when we think of the majesty yes. and who God really is. Yes. All right, let's go on to another way we could please God. And I have a one-word answer for that, and that is faith. We read in Hebrews 11.5, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before he was taken up, he was pleasing to God. What a testimony, Junie. What testimony are we going to leave behind us when we depart to be with the Lord? Will people say, oh, he pleased God because he was a man or a woman of faith? Wow. In Genesis 5.21, we read about Enoch. He walked with God. And what does the word word of God say? We need to walk by faith and not by sight. We need to see by faith and not by sight. And And in in order to walk with God... We need to agree with him. Noah walked with God. There were others that the scriptures say uh, walked with God, and that meant they did things God's way and obeyed what he spoke to them. Really. And right after Hebrews 11.5, we read in Hebrews 6, without faith... It is impossible to please God. So you could do all these things. You could live in the fear of God. You could obey him. You could do God's will. You could be separated. You could live in the fear of God. But if any of these things are not done by faith, what value do they have? Because, again, simple words, without faith, it is impossible to please God. May that be inscribed in our hearts And anything that's not of faith, Junie, the word says, is sin. And faith is, Shelley. That's right. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we need to have an eternal perspective. The eyes of our understanding need to be opened up to see eternal things and not live for the pleasures of this life and of the world. Amen, amen. All right, let's go to another um, 
issue where we could please God, and that is by being a God-pleaser and not a man-pleaser. We look at 1 Thessalonians 2.4. Just as we, this is Paul writing, just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who examines our hearts. And we read in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Junie, when I read this again, it just struck me. We have a choice. If we are men pleases, we no longer are a servant of God. And let's face it, how often have we done things or acted a certain way to get men's approval or to please other people? And you know what? That's, that's sin. That's corrupting uh, God because God is the one who we should be pleasing every day and not look for approval from man. And that's in Romans 7 and Romans 8. If we walk by the flesh, Romans 7, and if we walk by the Spirit, Romans 8, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh because the carnal man wants to please people so that we're recognized and accepted and not rejected. It's true. Wow. Wow, wow. Another way to please God is by doing good and sharing. Listen to Hebrews thirteen sixteen. Do not neglect doing good and sharing for which such sacrifices is pleasing. We read in Romans twelve thirteen, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Wow, it's powerful, Junie. I want to. We want to close this part of our uh, week's theme by looking at two scriptures, Philippians two thirteen. It is God who is at work in you, both to will and to do for His good pleasure. Remember, we can't please God on our own. It's allowing God, who dwells in us by His Spirit. It's allowing him to give us the delight of pleasing him. It is God who is at work in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And we go to Hebrews 13, verses 20 and 21. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Junie, I want to read that again. Hebrews thirteen twenty, twenty one. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Junie, what can we say? I pray that through the course of this week, pleasing God becomes a, an ambition in your life. And I think we need to let the listeners know 
that when God works that in us, it opposes our flesh. Oh, yes. And it opposes our own desire or mindset, which is carnal. And not to be discouraged, but to cry out for the Lord Lord to continue to work in us to will and to do his good pleasure. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Again, may that verse be inscribed in your heart. John 8, verse 29. I do always those things that please him. And that kind of lifestyle is available to us because we are partakers of the divine nature. Father, this being uh, Erev Shabbat Friday, we want to recite the Shema and relate to our Jewish kinsmen. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord, is one. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and mercy. And we thank you that you have granted us the possibility of being partakers of your divine nature because we have been created in your image. May the church come to that reality as well as for our Jewish people. Open their eyes to see you, Jesus. We would live a life pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.